0: Good morning. It's Monday, December 4th, five minutes after 11 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Before we get to the uh, story that we originally had planned to talk about, I don't know if you heard it at the top of the hour with the newscast, Rob. Doug Bergham has officially uh, ended his presidential campaign.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Did you
0: know he was still in it?
1: Oh, no.
0: Yeah. It's officially Why? over. <laughs> Why would he get out? He's done so well. Um, Yeah. He's... He's he's not at it. Well, anymore. look,
1: we we've talked about this before, where these people run for president mm-hmm. because now forever on a cryon when he's on, you know, whatever talk show.
0: He can say former presidential candidate.
1: And he's you know, he's the governor of is it North is it North Dakota or South Dakota? I always get those confused. South. He's one of the Dakotas. Yeah. Christy Gnomes the other one. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. And no, I know, think it's is it flipped? Yeah, I th- I th- it flipped. yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, very good. So either way, it, it was he now in, in in fairness he used his own money for a lot of this mm-hmm. so he wasn't just like on a paid vacation with somebody else's money like a chris christie is he used a lot of his own money he's the guy that had the brilliant this was actually brilliant the, the gift card the idea? gift card idea yeah to get on the debate stage and mm-hmm. they didn't do anything right like he got on the debate stage and he just acted like oh i'm just happy to be here all that
0: time and effort into it and then nothing well did it, he really think that he was going to do anything now?
1: Well, but we've asked this question before. It's like the same thing with Jefferson Shreve. Why would you have spent, in the case of Jefferson Shreve running for mayor of Indianapolis, all that money and then you get on a debate stage with Joe Hogsett and you're just not beating that guy around like a like a pinball machine. Like I paid $20 million to beat the crap out of you for an hour and a half, let's mm-hmm. go, boom. Mm-hmm. I don't care if what I say is stupid, I don't care if what I say is illogical, I don't care a- anything about it other than it's gonna do damage to you. And he acted like he was scared to death to be there. Same thing with this guy. You pay all that money to get on this debate stage and then you just kinda just, I'd be shouting over people, <laughs> I'd be cl- clubbing the person next to me with, mm-hmm. a, with a baseball bat Whatever you got to do to get on TV, and the guy just did nothing.
0: Well, the big difference between him and Tim Scott dropping out is, as you mentioned, Bergum financed it himself. So it's not like these other candidates are going to be running to his donors yeah. like they are with Tim Scott.
1: Well, that's, you know, it, again, there's—and we've said this for months now. There's three legitimate people. Everybody else is just sucking oxygen, and the three legitimate people are—, are Trump, DeSantis, and and Nikki Haley. If we're honest with ourselves, there's probably two legitimate people, Trump and DeSantis. And if we're being super honest with ourselves, there's probably one, one. legitimate <laughs> person—that's Donald Trump. And that's
0: Trump, sure. Okay, it's uh, eight minutes after eleven with Kendall and Casey on ninety-three WIBC. Let's talk about this. Doctor Fauci set to testify before Congress. It's the first time he's going to be there since he left his position. House Republicans been saying that they want uh, him to testify because they want to get into the origins of the COVID nineteen pandemic, and it's a two day transcribed interview which will happen on january 8th and 9th with the select subcommittee on the coronavirus pandemic
1: so when you say transcribed interview that means we will not see this right that means it will not play out in public there will not be cameras there is that is that i understand that correctly a transcribed interview usually means that's behind yeah but you'll be able to read it oh great right because you know people read so much in this in this country casey we're definitely not a not a society with a 20 second attention span except for
0: everything that's redacted
1: well and you can't i mean you can't put a i mean you could i guess but you can't put a transcribed interview on twitter right i mean there's no audio of it there's no sound bites there's no the moment where they hold the guy account fauci's never going to be held to account the republicans are far too weak to do anything to him even if they could get him to admit something and this is just a colossal waste of time
0: so um representative from Ohio said it's time for him to confront the facts and address the numerous controversies that have arisen during and after the pandemic. There there will be a public hearing at a later date, Oh, by the way, that's what they're saying. But aren't you interested at all to see what Rand no, Paul no. will say?
1: No, I'm no longer interested in anything with any of these people because it never changes. We don't hold the people accountable. We, screw the politicians we don't hold the politicians accountable. I saw a dumbass from Seymour is back to posting again. I guess his sabbatical from Facebook is is over. You remember the the, mm-hmm. the state rep who uh, drove intoxicated and then ran through a barrier and then mm-hmm. fled the scene. Mm-hmm. What, what the hell was that guy's name? Jim Lucas. Jim Lucas, mm-hmm. and he's back to doing the thing where he, and and by the way, I've seen in the social media engagement with Jim post DUI, fleeing the scene, trying to manipulate the cops, uh, people engaging with him differently and they don't tolerate his bull crap as much anymore. But he did this photo of, and it's a famous photo of, it almost looks like artificial intelligence where there's two elderly people Mm -hmm. and there's like a glass between them or a window and the one's got the hand on the other one. And he's doing this thing. Never forget what they did to us. Mm -hmm. And I just simply responded, and there was just a flood of people liking it and applauding it. I said, you mean what you guys did? You mean what the Republicans in Indiana did. You mean what the Republican governor did, and you, the General Assembly, did absolutely nothing to, to stop him.
0: So when you say they, You're you are talking mean you. yourself.
1: Right, but yeah. we don't hold any of these people accountable. We vote red no matter what here, and these people, there's been not a single solitary thing done that will stop Eric Holcomb or whoever the next governor is from doing the exact same thing. And so we don't get to stand in judgment and go, well, these politicians, they don't hold anyone accountable. We don't hold them accountable because we keep voting for the same thing. Without the politicians, there would have been no Anthony Fauci.
0: Okay, so John F. Kennedy Jr., he was at Freedom Fest and he's running down how your rights were lost during COVID. Listen to all of this. He said this includes the first, fourth, fifth and seventh amendments.
2: Right, They started with censorship, not just the Biden administration, but the Trump administration. Wall Street Journal said that censoring of the doctors, the scientists, the people who were criticizing some of these policies actually took lives. And the number of lives we don't know, we'll never know. As soon as they realized that the American people were going to put up with this censorship, They started going after other constitutional rights. They closed the churches as the other leg of the First Amendment, freedom of worship, with no scientific citation, with no public hearings, no democratic process. Then they went after the third leg of the First Amendment, which is freedom of assembly. They told us all don't go near each other. Then they went after property rights, Fifth Amendment. They closed 3.3 million businesses with no due process, no just compensation. and they went after jury trials. They said, if you're involved in a countermeasure, if you're a vaccine company, or remdesivir, or any of these other countermeasures, or a hospital, nobody can sue you, no matter how reckless you are, no matter how toxic the products that you're forcing on people, no matter what you do, you cannot be sued. Here's what the Seventh Amendment says. No American shall be denied the right of a trial before a jury of his peers in case there are controversies exceeding $20 in value. There's no pandemic exception. And then we went after the Fourth Amendment prohibitions on warrantless searches and seizures. We obliterated that through all the track and trace surveillance. It was not a public health response. It was a militarized and monetized response to a public health crisis. So it's hard to listen to him. You
1: didn't have any problem grabbing him.
0: Um, But... Everything he said. Oh, you're said, gonna let
1: that go? You're
0: gonna <laughs> I am. I am. But ever everything he said though is true. But you're saying you've moved on. You're past this. You but, don't. You don't want to hear what Fauci says because you think it's just going to be another lie.
1: Because, but they and they're him, not going to do anything. They're going to let him get away with it. And, yeah. and okay, first of all, I'm not taking. I'm not going to be lectured to by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. about civil rights when you know what he's on tape saying he wants to do mm-hmm. to people who disagree with him on climate change. So I'm not going to go. Oh, what a great guy! Now, what he's saying there is all right, mm-hmm. but the question becomes, and this is the one we keep asking: the federal government was the facilitator of all of this during COVID. And Donald Trump was the president as all of this was being facilitated and done during COVID. And yet, Casey, mm-hmm. who with 60% of the vote is the overwhelming leader in the Republican Party primary. Yeah,
0: it's Donald Trump. It, and why is it so hard for Donald Trump just to come out and say, hey, you know what? Made some mistakes. I trusted Fauci. Shouldn't have hired uh, Christopher Ray." Because like, it, why can't he go through the three step process with this?
1: Because these none of these people do this, and the only way to get rid of them is to throw them out. And we keep rewarding all of these people. We keep sending these people back. Look, look at the results of the twenty twenty election. Look at the results now. You had Holcomb who was overwhelmingly reelected. The Republicans kept their su- super majorities. I think they may have even grown by a vote or two since then. You've got Trump who's going to be the Republican nominee for president. Any argument that you make about the stuff that Kennedy's saying, which is it's all true, Mm -hmm. and the federal government was the facilitator slash in charge of all of it, most of it under Trump, you get yelled and screamed at for having the audacity to point out someone's legislative record. So what, what are we supposed to do here? I mean, anytime you point out the obvious, you get screamed and yelled at. And we just keep voting for the same people and we keep voting based on the most illogical way possible, which is, boy, it'd be really bad if a Democrat got in there. So what, yeah. why, why do I care about any of this anymore? The government learned during COVID it can do whatever the, it wants to you. It learned that people will give all of their rights away in the name of fear and not only will we give it away we will keep rewarding the people who took it from us
0: it is 16 minutes after 11 with kendall and casey on 93 wibc new study came out that said americans need an extra eleven thousand four hundred dollars a year to afford the same quality of life they had when just two years ago oh wow and we'll talk about that coming up from 93 wibc on 93 WIBC. So Americans need an extra $11,400 a year to afford the same quality of life they enjoyed back in 2021. Now, of course- What's the the number? $11,400. Of course, that's an average average. Uh, Across the country, there are some states where it's more expensive, like Utah and Arizona, uh, of course, California. And then there are other states where it is less, like Arkansas, Maine, and Oklahoma. But I have the number for Indiana. Oh, very good. And that number for Indiana, if you wanted to have the same standard of 2021, you need to spend (laughs) $10,091.
1: So unless you make... 10,900, is that right? 10,091. 10,091. 10,091 more dollars than you made in 2021. Mm -hmm. Your quality of living... Has has gone gone down. down.
0: Yeah. And, of course, the Biden administration called the study flawed. Yeah. And uh, President Biden, they say, is focused on lowering costs for hardworking families.
1: Okay, so let's talk Mm -hmm. about this for a moment from the perspective. There's obviously two sides to this because there's side one, which is the federal government and the magical money printing factory. And, you know, Casey, what is my just least favorite part? Oh,
0: you just don't like to be right. Yeah.
1: And for those of you who are longtime listeners to this show and the the previous show that uh, me and the other blonde lady had for for a while. uh, And then obviously when all this started, it was me and the two women. um, They said, you people who think you're getting something with these checks from the government, you have no idea what sort of Pandora's box has been opened here. And you might get an iPhone out of this. But you are going to pay out the ass big time going forward. And I'll be darned, Casey. I mean, it's been well documented that the people got a fraction of that money. Mm -hmm. Of all the money that Trump and the Republicans and then Biden and the Democrats printed, the people got a fraction of that money. A bunch of it, most of it, a lot of it went to governments. Across the the board, they got way more on percentage than people. You had obviously uh, billions in waste, fraud, and abuse that went to schemers and 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 to scammers, and the people who were supposed to be being helped because of a terrible choice by the government to the federal government to bribe society to shut down got a fraction of the cost. And now think about it. I don't I you'd have to do the math. Whatever the total was, what was it maybe twenty five hundred or three thousand it kind of depend on your income level let's just say you got three grand throughout the whole thing well now it's costing you 10 grand mm-hmm. a year a year so g- congrats on your iphone
0: you're down seven grand
1: now there's the other side of it which is what are our governments continuing to do so let's take indiana for example so we know it's costing you ten thousand dollars more a year to live than it was in 2021. Mm -hmm. And these politicians here in Indiana, your Republican state house, state senators, the uh, governor, they'll campaign against Washington, D.C. Oh, these terrible people in Washington, they printed all this money. Of course, they accepted billions and billions of that money and used it for legalized vote buying, massive expansions of Medicaid, et cetera. And yet when they have an opportunity to do something – In a supposedly Republican state, which is supposed to be about low taxes and limited government, they have the ability to help you on things like property taxes, and they take both their middle fingers and they stick it right in your face. Mm -hmm. So nobody – I mean all the governments are to blame here. All the governments are accountable for this. The national government, the federal government, the state government, your local governments, because they all spent the money. All this money that trickled down got spent. It wasn't like they saved it and said, hey, let's use it to offset these, the inflation that people are feeling. Let's try to give them some of this money back. Let's find ways to reduce taxes. Everybody is to blame on this, Casey. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so some of the biggest
1: risers over the past year. This is year over
0: year, going from October twenty two to October twenty three. Uh, shelter up six point seven percent. Bread up seven point one percent. Beef up eight point nine percent. Car insurance with a huge rise, nineteen point two percent.
1: Okay, so, so just let's and then st-
0: admission to sporting events, which I know you love to talk about.
1: Yes. Up
0: twenty five percent.
1: So let's talk about car insurance mm-hmm. because that is a, a a great example. House house insurance, I think, is is much the same way. Although I don't think it's quite as high as car insurance. So what they did was they essentially wrecked the supply chain in this country. And I know we had a a very high profile car sponsor when I took over, and they stopped advertising. Because not because of anything we did, we they, their business was too good. They said we cannot keep the cars in because we cannot make the cars. We essentially don't need to advertise anywhere anymore mm-hmm. because we don't. Where they were, they were like three months behind. Like if you went and ordered a car, it would take you three months to get the car at best from the moment you made the the order. And so the government disrupts the supply chain. They create all this needless havoc by shutting society down, which we now know is totally unnecessary based on the fact that. Single, you know, mid, middle-aged middle people, young people, even older people without comorbidities could have totally gone to work and continue to work, and they would have been largely fine during COVID. And so, as a result, the price of everything rises. Well, then the insurance company says, if it's going to cost me, you know, three times what it costs to replace this, I have to pass that cost on to you. Sure. And so now everybody's car insurance has Mm -hmm. gone up. House insurance is the exact same way. And now the problem with house insurance, home insurance, whatever you want to call it, is that because houses have, you know, if a car went up $10,000, you can still get someone insured because they can still make the payment. I told you I talked to that lender when I went to that wedding a couple months ago. And that that lender was telling me the major issue we have now is we can't get people approved in many cases because they can't afford the insurance because of the replacement value so when you caught factor in what the payment on the home would have been plus the insurance plus the increased property taxes we can't approve you because you can't make the payment it is all caused by the government casey
0: so there's this other recent report and it was done by intuit credit karma and they said 96 of people are concerned about the current state of the economy right and regardless of who did the study I believe that that it's a very high number whether it's 96 it's, it's got to be over 80 percent but rather than cut Expenses. Seventy-three percent of Gen Zers said that they would rather live in the moment, and we did see that Black Friday sales were at an all-time high. Uh, we spent nine point eight billion dollars in online sales, and it was up seven point five percent from last year. So what's the deal? Everybody's concerned about the economy. Everybody sees all of the cost of many essentials still rising, but yet we're spending money, and this is where the Bidens come in and say. Well, well, hey, you spent $9.8 billion on Black Friday. Things are good, right? It's Bidenomics. It's working. No. Experts are now saying that this is a thing called doom spending. Yeah. Where people who don't have the money are still spending the money out of fear and doom.
1: I, uh, you know, I, I was, I've talked about this before with my to my daughter in her journal, mm-hmm. and I'll be very fascinated when the time comes for her to read this, and she'll be old enough to process the things in there. She'll either find this as life-altering and insightful, or she'll find it as the incoherent ramblings of a madman. You know, one of the two, and it'll be fascinating when she finally reads it, Lord willing, if I'm still here I'm and going able with to Man, see, go her, ahead. see her read it. One, <laughs> one of the things I've talked about is how her mother, my wife, and I are going to raise her, and it will be to live a responsible, dependable, reliable existence in every facet possible, and that includes her finances. And I I struggle with this because she will live in a world where everybody is told they can have everything instantly, and it starts by the terrible example led by our government, and she will see all around her people not living that life and having instantaneous gratification and everything they want without any fear of repercussion, even though the repercussion is coming. It has come. It is coming home to roost. But the perception will be you can live whatever life you want without ramification whatsoever. And I struggle with that. And one of the jobs as a parent will be to explain to her why she has to be held accountable or hold herself accountable. When others do not And it sucks Mm -hmm. Because our government continues to do this Our government continues to spend money Like it's going out of style And as you're reporting here Mm -hmm. The younger people in society Are saying to themselves Well screw it we're gonna I don't have moment. to do anything. Yeah. There's nobody in positions of power or authority who's having in, any sort of positive influence or being a p- positive role model in terms of handling my finances. So, why should I? Mm-hmm. And this is why the society's in the shape it's in.
0: I find myself doing this a little. I, I did do the doom spending a little recently. Uh oh. But I've been cutting back on other areas, like, uh, for example, the dude and I were out running some errands and I was hungry and he said, you would just want to stop somewhere on the way home. And I thought, yeah, where do you want to go? What's close? And he said, well, Taco Bell's right there. And I thought, okay, yeah, sure. And then I said, no, you know what? No, I'm not going to go to Taco Bell and spend 15 to 20 dollars now for (laughs) mediocre serviceable food when we've got stuff at home. I did the whole, we've got food
1: at home. Yes. Good for you.
0: Right. But when it came to the vacation that we took recently, and I don't know if this is partly because he had just gone through all of these, you know, major medical issues and it was kind of like a, you can't take it with you. We kind of spent a little bit more on our vacation than we normally would have. So I don't know is that doom spending no. or is that just uh you know what it's been a crappy year we deserve this.
1: It's fine to splurge every so often. The problem is you're talking about people who are splurging every single day. Mm-hmm. Like it's fine to say, "Hey, I'm going to treat I'm going to treat myself to this right. one little vacation I'm going on. But I'm not coming home penniless. Right. I'm not I, I'm able to pay the rent. I'm able to put you know clothes on my back. I'm able to help my daughter, you know, with her schooling." But you have a generation of people, because they have been inspired and and led and, quite frankly, manipulated by their government, to believe that you can behave in that fashion every single day. It's not a vacation. It's an every single day occurrence.
0: Yeah. They're thinking that their life is a vacation. Yes. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> We've got to get to the news. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Good morning, 1137 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. So, George Santos, the guy who was expelled from the House, he posted some uh, late night social media posts and he was pledging to file ethics complaints against some of his his colleagues. So, a little little bitter. He's a little angry.
1: Well... He better hurry up, because there's no doubt they're gonna put him do, do everything in their power to put him in prison, mm-hmm. because uh, they do not want him flapping his his gums. Because you know this, Santos strikes me as the sort of guy who he don't he don't give no cares, mm-hmm. and he's probably you know if you can catch him being honest with himself, which is probably pretty hard to do. But I can't believe I actually got in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's whole life is basically a giant scheme, you know, fraud. Um, but you get in there and you get dirt on people. And he strikes me as sort of guy who's not afraid to, to dish it out. Now, you're telling me he's on Cameo? He is. Okay, so... <laughs> he's
0: he, now selling videos on Cameo.
1: Okay, so for those of you not familiar, Cameo is a web service where you can pay money and someone famous of some stature will record a message for you. You can mm-hmm. oftentimes ask that they say specific things or, you know, obviously gear it towards Brian. It's his, you know, his 30th birthday or whatever. Um... All right, I'm going to take a guess on what he's selling for. Okay. And I I think what I would charge if I were him to get people to do it, but he probably overvalues himself. I'll say $125. Ooh.
0: Um, well, do you do you want to do, do prices right rules? He's changed his price. That's the thing. <laughs> he started at one place and now he's at a different place. What so is it? He started at $75 each and oh. then he upped it to 150. Oh, so I was low. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, you know, I he's got he's got who a, is he's paying paying a, to make money. Who right? is paying? A, <laughs>
1: who has one hundred fifty dollars laying around to get a message from George Santos? I want to know that person because I want to be friends with them.
0: And and it's it's he's this disgraced member of Congress, right? So is that really going to be popular? Uh, well, apparently he had to raise his price.
1: Well, maybe he's maybe there's you know there's obviously a, t- a window. You know, he's going to have 15 minutes of fame, and then he'll very likely end up going to prison, and then that'll be the end of it, you know, for him. It'll just be like trafficant or any of the rest of those guys who, mm-hmm. you know, w- went to prison. Um So he's probably thinking I can cash in now. My name's hot. I'm in the news. He's going to be this kind of wild and wacky character. He was seen holding a baby walking down the halls of Congress the other day. And he was supposedly asked, is that your baby? And he said, not yet. And I mean, so he's going to, you know, he's going to try to make as much money as he can in the window that he who would pay one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. well,
0: like you mentioned, he's he's got his name out there right now i wanted to play a couple audio clips for you i don't i don't know what uh john fetterman is on yeah but he's starting to make sense he was on the view and he was talking about george santos and here's what he had to say
2: well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost you know funny and like you know he. You know landed on the the moon and that kind of stuff uh whereas <laughs> where- <laughs> Whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, I, I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially, it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you, though, uncomfortable with the fact that there hasn't been an adjudication? All that right,
1: uh, we got to take a break, because mm-hmm. when we come back, we got a very important message from someone very close to you, Casey. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to read that message. <laughs> someone
0: who knows me intimately. Oh
1: my gosh. This <laughs> Better just than most. Made even. My weekend, absolutely.
0: <laughs> All right, it's Kennell and Casey on 93 W I B C. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you.
2: I've got a job working construction
0: for the Johnstown Company. 93 WIBC. It is the Kendall and Casey Show. Rob, you're a parent. Yes, I'm a parent too. You probably do things that annoy people who aren't parents. What do you mean? Well, there's this new survey out, and in it, it describes the most annoying thing parents do according to people without kids.
1: Okay, so now I would uh, look. I am I'm not good at taking criticism. I think we all know that. (laughs) However, I'm going to push back on this because. I don't really like, I deliberately do not post about my kid mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. So there's not a gajillion pictures. It's not, Olivia did this today. Right. So I don't know if I do that because anybody who has contact with my kid wants contact with my kid and it's someone I know. Yeah. I don't force my child onto people.
0: Okay. Well, you might be doing things in their presence that you're not even aware like of, though. What? Like if you're out in public. Well, the number one thing is baby talk you do
1: that? No, because you've seen my kid. She's perfectly well behaved. She just sits there silently with her eyes wide open yeah. and just stares at everything.
0: And watches football with you. She
1: wants to be left alone.
0: According She's to definitely this, my kid. She wants to be, just leave me alone. Let me do my thing. 69% reported they found it annoying when parents use baby talk to speak to their children. And almost an equal number, 68% of future parents said they didn't plan to use baby talk with their kids. But you know what? Sometimes it happens even when you're not planning it. Sometimes some of the baby talk words that are most annoying. Mm-hmm. Night night.
1: Night night. Yeah. Okay. Night night.
0: Uh tummy.
1: Tummy. Using the word tummy? Using the like word roll tummy. Like over on your tummy. Mm-hmm. Tummy time.
0: Yep. Binky is one. Okay. Does Olivia have a
1: binky? Uh she has a blanket. No, oh, what is it a blankie? It's a I don't know. It's some it's Here, go to bed. Good night. Uh boo boo is one. Uh-huh. Like
0: ouchie, Do you have a boo boo? Uh-huh. Uh oopsie. Is one uh-huh. uh, number eight on the list? Baba, yeah, for, for bottle. Okay, instead. Owie. Oh, I was right there. Oh, and ouchie is number 10. So, yeah, these are some of the words that you shouldn't be using. And also, people without children find it very annoying when you speak in a higher pitch.
1: Okay, so here is my question to you, Casey. Does it say who did this survey? Um, It's from HuffPost. Oh, of course it's from the Huffington Post <laughs> because it wouldn't be from some super pro life organization, right? I mean, so somebody at the Huffington Post had to sit around and go, okay, I'm a miserable human being, so (laughs) how can I confirm that other people share in my misery? Oh, I know. I'll find out from people who are miserable about children.
0: Uh uh So uh, they said you shouldn't be speaking in that higher pitch. Uh Don't exaggerate your facial expressions and singing in your speech. Like some people will talk really sing song to their babies. Uh Um, Okay, so let's continue on. And uh, the survey also suggests that parents aren't the best recruiters for the job. 62% of people who plan to have kids say they're less interested in doing so after talking to someone (laughs) who is a parent. They tell you all the wonderful things about being a parent, and it's actually discouraging potential parents.
1: Okay, I'm calling foul on this, though, because they're talking to people who don't have kids, Mm -hmm. right? So they didn't talk to the people who have kids, and I'm going to bet the people who have kids... understand And were probably positively influenced by other people who do have kids. So I'm called bullcrap on, on that portion of the survey.
0: Okay. Uh, some other things that are very irritating to non, uh, how would you say it, childless people. Uh-huh. Uh, letting their children play handheld video games with the volume really loud in oh, public yeah. places. Uh-huh. Sure. Nobody wants to hear that. Uh, not keeping the kids from running around in stores in public places. Oh, yeah. okay. Assuming that people who don't have kids hate kids. That's irritating to them. Uh-huh. And also, uh, men who say they're, oh, this, now this one bothers me. Uh-oh. Men who say they're babysitting their own children. Well, no, I say I do- that's not babysitting, that's parenting. Well,
1: no, but I do that sarcastically. I say, when I leave each day, I say I have to go do the daddy daycare service. Mm-hmm. I do that sarcastically. there Because, of course, watching your kid is not babysitting. It's a joy and an honor to be able to be around your kid. Does that anger you when I say that? Because I'll just do it even more now if it really does.
0: Well, it does bother me when people do it when they're being serious. Oh, okay. When I have to babysit. No, you're not babysitting. You're parenting. Babysitter is something you pay a teenager when you go out to, you know, dinner with your spouse. Here's the
1: thing, Casey. Yeah. There is a certain level of obviously decency that you should teach your kids and how to behave and when you talk about kids running around wildly in the store mm-hmm. or something like that that's obviously fair to be upset about or annoyed by but the idea that you use the word binky instead of blanket mm-hmm. a get lost <laughs>
0: another thing that people who don't have children don't like is that uh, parents assume they have the monopoly on fatigue and stress oh you know what they do can we can we just be honest? Well, you—I mean—you've been through it in yeah. the past year. Have you ever been more tired in your entire life?
1: I, I have pondered this many, many times, and um, you know, I, I've written about this to Olivia in her journal. There was a point in my life, Casey, where I was in my twenties.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was not married. I was self-employed. Yeah, and I lived on a—I could—I lived a lifestyle where a thousand dollars a month covered all of my necessity mm-hmm. expenses mm-hmm. I have no idea what I did with all my time like I ponder back on this I, I mean I know I know on Fridays and Saturdays where all of my time went but other than that I mean I basically lived a Friday Saturday existence Monday through Sunday mm-hmm. and I think back on that and it's like what what did I
0: do with all of my time yeah now your time crunched huh? I have no time Yeah. Um, Okay. So finally, one last thing is that people without children are offended when you think they have nothing to offer on parenting. (laughs) Because you don't. If you haven't walked the walk, you can't talk the talk. Uh,
1: that's good stuff. Right? That's great. Oh, man. We're going
0: to completely ignore this article. Throw it up.
1: People People. <laughs> people just want to be offended, don't they? They do. Hey, uh, I got to uh, close the show here uh, yeah. with something. I got a message. Actually, we got this message several, this was probably a week ago, on mm-hmm. the Kendall and Casey Facebook page. Yeah. And I got to admit, I control the Facebook page for the most part. Other people can post on there, but I monitor it. Yeah. And, uh, you know- just As we just talked about, having a child takes up 99.3% of your time. Sure. This show, the other 0.6% of my time. <laughs> and so that leaves me 0.1% of time to eat and take a shower. Uh-huh. Um, so I don't check the the messages as often as I used to or I should, but we had a message in the uh, Facebook inbox yeah. for the Kendall and Casey show, and it was uh, from the lady who did mm-hmm. or was there mm-hmm. or was helping with uh-huh. your colonoscopy. <laughs> My colonoscopy nurse said hello. Now, huh? would you like to set the back, the, the, uh, the, replay for everybody. Well, we were relevant. talking
0: about this, uh, what, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, because Hammer had his first colonoscopy. Yes. Earlier this year, I went in and had my first colonoscopy. And when they were putting me under, you know, they were just making small talk. Oh, what do you do for a living? And I told him, well, I, I host a show on WIBC. And my nurse, Elizabeth, said, oh, I listen to WIBC, Rob Kendall. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Casey from the Kendall the Casey Show, and let's get to the bottom of things, shall we? So she posted uh, something on the Facebook page. She said, "Casey, it's me, your colonoscopy nurse. I just heard you talking about it. Happy Thanksgiving! Yeah. I, I <laughs> so... love
1: it, and I think Elizabeth was her name. Is that right? Yeah, Elizabeth.
0: Yeah. So uh, you want to talk about living your life out loud in front of everybody? Well, <laughs> well, it is part <laughs> this of this. Is what I do for a living, and here's my butt.
1: And it is, it is. You know, people ch- we chuckle about this, but it is on things like your doctor Mm -hmm. or your dentist or somebody who's doing medical procedures on you of some sort – we got to kind of be aware of that and how they <laughs> lean in the political realm, uh, potentially.
0: Exactly. Well, when she said that she listened to WIBC, I knew I was in good hands. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm among friends here.
1: Yes. Uh, so anyway, at this, I, and I'm terribly sorry it took me, Elizabeth, a while to respond to you, but I just was sitting there the other night and thought, oh my gosh, I'm so far behind on trying to respond to the Facebook messages.
0: You know what? I'll, so I, I noticed that when you sent that to me, and then it was the same day that our ratings came out out by the way uh number two in the money demo yeah and i thought okay that's perfect because not only are we rated number two here in indianapolis but uh you know the colonoscopy nurse is saying hi so all things number two with kendall and casey all right take us home all right thanks rob thank you kevin and thank you for listening today we're going to count on you to be back here tomorrow this is kendall and casey on 93 wibc